Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. I just started uh, recording this and then I coughed into the microphone and I said, ooh, no one wants to hear me cough. But then I restarted it again and then I spoke for a minute and a half about absolutely nothing and I was like, I gotta start over again. So here we are, starting over. Third time's a charm, as they say. I went to San Gorgonio today, which is a mountain here in Southern California. It's actually the tallest mountain in Southern California. It tops out at about 11,500 feet. Uh, a group of my friends and I went, we were like expecting a very hot day. It's very hot up there. We, I've done it, um, at least a dozen times and it's usually really hot in the summertime. Like you're fully exposed. You get, you know, uh, run out of water. That's pretty typical up there. You can, uh, filter water at some spots, but the run starts at about 7,000, just under 7,000 feet. You top out at 11 and a half. And, uh, today it started out kind of like misty and rainy, but not hard. It wasn't a hard rain. But the higher we got, the harder the rain got. And then it got windy. And then it was only like 50 degrees. And I was wearing like literally a sun shirt because <laughs> I was like, oh, expecting it to be hot, you know? Long story short, we all froze our pretty little asses off. It wouldn't have been so bad if it hadn't been raining, if it had just been windy and 50 degrees, like chilly, but fine, you know? But we were all soaking wet, so... <laughs> It was a, it was an adventure of a day, but then we got back down the mountain. We got back to where we started and it was like sunny and getting warm. And then we went back to sea level where it was like 90 plus, like it was hot. So, but today we're talking about keeping the promises that you make to yourself. This is not a new idea, but I thought that it was worth revisiting because, um, I think really the only way to trust yourself is to keep the promises that you make to yourself. And I also really think that keeping the promises that you make to yourself is the only way to develop confidence. And I don't think that a lot of people are that confident. I think it's easy to second guess yourself. I think it's easy to um, kind of create the life that you think you should. Maybe not a life that you want, but a life that, you know, the world, your family, whatever expects you to create. And I really think it's difficult to be authentic and confident in a world that is constantly scrutinizing you and constantly judging you. Um, I think also the best way to, to not care about other people and what they think is to uh, trust yourself. And I think that trusting yourself requires keeping the promises that you make to yourself. So Oliver Wendell Holmes said to speak clearly, if you speak at all, carve every word before you let it fall. I like this quote because <clears throat> um, a lot of people are willing to, to say things, right? It's so easy to talk. Everybody has a podcast, right? And it's easy to uh, to judge as well. So it's easy to um, maybe say you're going to do something and not do it, but it's also easy to judge other people for how they choose to live. And I think that both of those are pointless. So today uh, I thought I would write about confidence and the opposite of confidence, which I think is desperation. And then the wise older sibling to to confidence, which is cockiness. If you close your eyes right now, I'm sure that you can picture someone you know who is cocky and just doesn't like know it. Sometimes they're, they're cocky and they think they're acting confident and it's just really irksome. <laughs> I think that cockiness is one of the most repelling character traits, almost as bad as desperation. Confidence is really something to be earned while cockiness is a symptom of something else. One is showy, the other is self-assured. One is overstated and inauthentic and the other is poised. I believe that the best way to increase confidence is to consistently keep the promises that you make to yourself. You can't grow self-assured about anything until you've proven your own competency to yourself. And you can't grow confident, uh, competent until you like show up. I've known 
many people who make promises that they never keep. You probably know somebody like this, right? Like a friend who is making a plan that they never fully intend to follow through on. You know, they're like, oh, let's get lunch next week. And you like, no damn well, they're never going to get lunch next week. Or um, maybe a business that's like not returning your phone call or your email or whatever. Or a workplace that's not fulfilling their end of a compensation plan. I've been, I've been there. We all know what it's like to encounter flaky, inconsistent people. You probably don't like or respect them very much, right? It's hard to trust someone who doesn't show that they're trustworthy, which is why confidence really has to start with trusting yourself. When I was in school, like the entire time I was in school, like from <laughs> uh, kindergarten all the way through like college, I was obsessive about getting straight A's. And not because I was that smart. I was really good at memorizing things, but it's not like I was able to always utilize the knowledge that I was memorizing, right? Which is maybe a flaw in our education system more than anything. However, I studied hard and I told myself that I would do like the absolute best that I could. And once I understood that I could achieve straight A's, that was like the standard that I held myself to. Once I knew what I was capable of, anything less was unacceptable. It's important to point out that like nobody else would have been that disappointed with a B, but nobody can ever be as disappointed with me as I can be because nobody else cares that much, right? If you let other people dictate what success means, you'll always end up disappointed. Uh, also, when I'm training for a race, my next race is actually the Kodiak 100. It's in Big Bear, California. It was purchased by UTMB and it is now a Western States qualifier. That's all you really need to know. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's like um, a loop all the way around the lake. Big Bear is such a cool mountain town. It starts and ends in downtown. It's such a cool atmosphere. Anyway, I love that race. It's the best. Anyway, so I'm training for a race. These are 100-mile races. Like, they're hard. I have to put in a lot of miles and a fair amount of time in the gym to stay, like, injury-free and healthy. And some mornings, like, the literal last thing I want to do is wake up and go for a run. I hit the snooze button um, more frequently than I should. And some days, I just don't feel, like, the least bit inspired to train. But I do it anyway. Literally every day I do it. I don't know much, but I do know that putting in consistent work is one of the best ways to see positive results. You'll beat out many people simply by not quitting, by paying attention and adjusting when things don't quite work. The worst thing you can do though is like bite off more than you can chew. So start with something small, like if it's setting an alarm earlier than you're used to and not hitting snooze. <laughs> your promise to yourself could be as small as making your bed every morning to something as large as reaching out to five new people every day to like build a business. Um, it really depends like where you're at. So uh, like this is a good example. When I was in treatment for my eating disorder, it started with like changing one small behavior at a time. So it would be like, don't weigh yourself immediately in the morning, right? Try to wait a few hours or try to only do it at night or try to do it every other day or whatever. Like just small modifications to your behavior to break a bad habit <clears throat> and then build off of that, right? So eventually I was able to throw away my scale, but it didn't happen right away. Like it wasn't like, oh, one day I just went to see my therapist and then I came home and ditched the scale. No, it took a couple of months, honestly. And that's how a lot of my uh, eating disorder behaviors changed. It took time. But Stephanie Barros, I don't know her, okay? I found her on the internet. She is from a company called Igniting Your Spark. <clears throat> and she outlines the following ways to keep the promises that you make to you. The first is to make a reasonable promise to yourself, which is what I sort of just said, right? If you've fallen short of a particular goal in the past, adjust it to make it more manageable and then build from there. Uh, the second thing is to put your promise on paper. Thoughts aren't solid and they're easier to ignore than something that you've written down and look at every day. 
I think that really nothing is as solid as words on a page. Just because you write something down either doesn't mean you can't change it. So like, don't be afraid. Don't, you, no one else has to see it. But I think it's really helpful to write down um, your goals, your promises, etc. The third thing is to really assess if you mean it. The reason that many promises fall through is that we never meant them in the first place. I personally don't see the point in making a promise that you don't intend to keep. So be brutally honest with yourself about whether or not you plan to even try to keep them. Like if you're setting a goal for yourself or making a promise that you know deep down that you're like, well, that's never going to happen. Like, it's not then. <laughs> you know, you have to believe what you say. Um, <clears throat> the fourth thing is to just change how you think about you. It seems universally true that we are nicer to others than we are to ourselves, and we're more afraid to let others down than we are to let ourselves down. It should be just as unacceptable to let yourself down as it is to let other people down. Just as unacceptable. Maybe more unacceptable, right? Because you should care more about uh, how you perceive yourself. <clears throat> than about people who you don't even fucking know, right? And then the fifth thing is to accept discomfort. Change is uncomfortable, no matter how big or small, and keeping the promises you make to yourself might seem uncomfortable too. Nobody ever succeeded by sitting quietly in their comfort, after all. Again, when I was in treatment for my eating disorder, like these are big behaviors I had to learn how to change, right? Like I was very comfortable and used to restricting my calories. I was very comfortable and used to throwing up every day. I knew that these behaviors were bad for me, but I couldn't stop myself from doing them. So it was like, <laughs> stop yourself from doing one tiny part of it, right? Stop yourself from like weighing your oatmeal this morning. I could still see how much I was eating, but I wasn't weighing it, you know, like starting with something that small. So uh, the things I linked this week, a daily self-care journal. I wouldn't recommend this if you aren't into very sticky things. You know, if you're like, this is stupid. Even if it sounds stupid, don't even bother because you have to believe it, right? But I think it might be helpful for some people. And then an alarm clock slash white noise machine that lights up to wake you up. Like it's supposed to mimic the sun, which is pretty fucking cool because it's a more gentle wake up. It's not stressing you out. Uh, the way that I personally wake up is um, I put... I connected my alarm clock to my Spotify list of liked songs, which there are like hundreds at this point of songs that I like <laughs> on my Spotify list. And so every morning it's a new song. And so it could be something like aggressive. It could be something sad. Uh, but every morning it's different and it's a little bit disarming, I have to say. And then the final thing was, oh, the book called Discipline Equals Freedom by Jocko Willink. I read this book. It was sort of like, it was good. It was also a little bit obvious, like like we we all know, I think, that discipline does equal freedom, but he has some really great stories in there, some good examples, and, um, you know, he's a guy a lot of people look up to and for good reason. So anyway, that's all for this week. I love you. Bye.